everybody to the Family Movie Night Podcast, episode 58. And this is a very special episode of the Family Movie Night Podcast. Uh, We are doing something we have never done before. I'll get to that in a moment. But first, I just want to say Merry Christmas. This is the last episode before uh, Christmas, and we are so thankful you chose to listen here. Uh, And our goal is we're going to try to get this done in something we never have. We're going to get this done in 20 minutes or less. All right. So we are going to we are going to speed through this uh, for the sake of we want you to be able to listen to this before Christmas because we think this is a powerful episode. But first off, let me say hello to the hero of our podcast, uh, little baby Jesus himself, (laughs) Donnie Dorsey. How are you doing? Just chilling in the manger, chilling in the manger. Just hanging out. It's a cute baby Jesus. I'll say that. That was a very, very sweet little baby Jesus. I wonder what the casting process was for that was like, nope, that's an uggo baby. Nope. That's <laughs> we got to get a cute imagine, one. Imagine baby. being the parent of one of the rejected baby Jesus. Your baby's not <laughs> Jesus enough. You're not cute it, enough for Jesus. I bet it was the a whole baby process. Jesus is so stuck up. Imagine the imagine the resume when the actual cute baby <laughs> Jesus goes. I played baby Jesus. Oh, okay. Well, you get the part. Okay. You exactly. Get the part. <laughs> exactly. Well, you've already heard from both the villain of our podcast, Sawyer Hewlett, and the mom of our podcast, Heidi Cooper. I am speeding through this, so let's go ahead and speed through what this podcast is about. Donnie Dorsey, you tell them what we do on this podcast we encourage every family at community christian church to have a monthly movie night to help you and your children build memories start conversations that'll matter the goal of our family ministry is to help you raise your children to love jesus and his way of life above all other things and we know that critical to that is for you to have routine regular times of connection and shared experiences that'll help you build stronger relationships And movie nights are great opportunities to do that because movies are not only an easy way to share laughter and joy together, fear and sadness and a safe environment, but they also give us a chance to talk about what matters most to us in ways that are meaningful and memorable. And uh, on this podcast, we want to not only recommend some movies you can watch on your monthly movie night, but give you some ideas of conversations you can have with your children during or after the movie. And as always, the point of this podcast is not to add another thing to your list of things as as a parent that you feel guilty about not doing. We just want to make it easier for you and your kids to enjoy being together so that you can build memories and have conversations that matter. So throughout our conversation today, remember, we just want to have fun and help you think through simple and easy ways to share your love of Jesus with your kids. And we think this, I was going to say movie, but that's not right. This is not a movie. Uh, this is a, I was going to say this movie is what I always say at that part. This movie is a great opportunity to do that. We're not talking about a movie though. We are talking about uh, what best could be described as a holiday special or a, a TV special. This is the Christmas episode of the uh, streaming series, The Chosen, uh, which is available on Peacock if you have Peacock, but it also, they have a free app that you can download on your phone. Uh, the chosen app, and then you can stream it from your phone for free to your t- uh, TV. I know a lot of people in our church love the chosen. People talk to me about it all the time because I host the Family Movie Night podcast, and I am a, a pastor. People want to know have I seen the chosen? I have seen the chosen. Uh, we were talking about this off mic, but all of us were joking about normally if it's 
Christian movie, Christian TV show. All of us are a little averse to it because usually the quality of those things, and I wouldn't even go to the quality. I've seen some really well-produced Christian movies. What I would argue is often if they are so preachy in their messaging and sometimes the messaging isn't very good. Uh, I don't even support what the movie is saying about Christianity that it's very difficult to get behind it. And so um, I just want to say that I love the chosen has, has, has everyone on here watched the chosen is the, the besides yeah. this Christmas episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're all saying everyone's saying yes. Uh, and so we are all fans of the chosen. I know both Jason, uh, our teaching pastor, Ed, our other teaching pastor, big fans of the chosen. Uh, so we are all supporting you should watch The Chosen. Um, uh, I will say, if you're planning on watching as a family, you may want to have older kids, not because, if obviously, anything's inappropriate. Uh, it's a, it's it, Because it's so well-scripted and so well-thought-out and well-produced, it is not, um, the, the word is, it's not exposition-heavy. They're not spelling things out for little kids. So, like, I've watched it with my kids, and they enjoy, they're like, oh, that's Jesus. Oh, that's Peter. They're sometimes like running to catch up to what's going on. But I think this Christmas episode's a little different because the story of Christmas and Jesus' birth is so well known um, that I think this one is different. And we want to talk about it. So this, for people who want to know, this is season two, episode nine. It's called The Messengers. Uh, once again, you can find it on the Chosen app on Peacock. Both Peacock and the Chosen app, I think, have the two-hour special, uh, which has this episode plus a bunch of like music, like Christmas songs. So if you wanted to kind of make a big deal, they released it in theaters. A bunch of Christian artists did covers of Christmas songs. I think there are even some like interviews with Christian artists. So if you're really into all of that, it might be worth your time. But here's what our suggestion is. Our suggestion is, uh, I know our parenting ministry is already challenging families at our church uh, to read the Christmas story as part of your, uh, part of your, Christmas, whatever, gathering, if you're going to open presents on Christmas morning or whatever, it's part of your Christmas experience. Read the Christmas story with your children. Uh, if you don't know, uh, probably the most traditional Christmas story uh, version comes from Luke 2. So uh, that's in Luke chapter 2. You could just read uh, pretty much all of Luke 2 and get the majority of the story. There's a little bit of Mary and the angel in Luke 1, but you can get the majority of what is known as the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2. And what we're suggesting is either before or after you read the Christmas story, take about 30 minutes or watch the whole two-hour special and watch this because we think it is a honestly very beautiful way to introduce the the reality of the Christmas story to our kids. Uh, And obviously with all all things surrounding Jesus uh, in in media and such. There's there's liberties taken, creative liberties, right? This is not just someone reading the exact words of the Bible, right? They're kind of it's an, an imagining, but I think a very faithful imagining of what it must have been like to not only be in the stable, to be in uh, you know this kind of barn area when Jesus was born, but also because this movie is just very this little special is very creative. You get to see Mary as an older lady at the end of her life, kind of recounting this story. So we think it's very good. I've talked long enough. What I just want to spend the rest of our time talking about is uh, we're not going to talk about any themes from this because really there's there's not a lot of conversation to be had with your kids. Read the story, let them watch it. As you're watching it, 
make clear to them, hey, this is real. This is not some kind of fairy tale. This isn't like Elf. This isn't like unaccompanied minors. This isn't like things that they're sweet stories. And the idea is what matters is you have Christmas spirit. You have Christmas spirit and that's what matters. This is about a, a, a man, a baby who was God. And he came because he loved us. And it changed not only the people around him, it changed the entire world. And then it's changed my life as mom or dad. And I want it to change your life. So let's talk about what we loved out of this. I just kind of want to just gush for the next, what we got about a little over 10 minutes left to be done by 20 minutes. So I just want to go through and what are some things you loved about this and even bring out specific things that you loved. I want to start with Sawyer. Sawyer, tell us some things that you love about this Christmas special. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think, um, what I love most about this Christmas special is the same thing that the chosen does in general. It kind of reads between the lines really well. It looks at the Bible and is able to go, okay, what would this be like in, in the real world, in the moment and stuff like that. And I, I think there's no better example of that in this episode than just Mary and Joseph's relationship throughout the whole episode. Um, I, when I'm reading my Bible, I never read them like a married couple. And that's exactly how this episode portrays them. And I love that. Um, I, I love all of the difficulty that they go through. And I love kind of the, um, just the candid relationship that they have that feels real and like relatable. Um, and then I, I did not think, I, I watched it late last night. And I did not think that I was going to get emotional during it because I was tired and stuff like that. There, I don't know if the, there's just some theatricality that adds the intense moment of, of Mary's birth and stuff, of Mary giving birth. But there is a level to which when that moment becomes tangible, I can't help but get emotional and stuff like that because that's a very important moment for for me personally is the thing which sounds weird to say but like yes the birth of a baby that happened 2000 years ago weirdly matters like a lot to me and um i i don't know i just the I, good news is in the church that's not weird to anybody exactly <laughs> that's exactly. the whole point <laughs> yeah but it's weird to say i think it's very weird sure, to like, sure. say out loud and stuff like that and and just like watching it i was like I, I was like kind of just like cynically watching, not like this, not like cynical in that this is dumb, but just like, can this get over? I'm tired. And like, it just takes me in. And there is a level to which it's like, it feels like you, the passion of the Christ, I think does this in moments and stuff like that, where the moment, that moment in Jesus's life becomes so tangible. That's how you're going to picture it for the rest of your life. And I think that the, this episode of The Chosen does that just wonderfully where like, I don't think I'll ever think of the Christmas, like when I'm reading the Christmas story, I'm probably going to be picturing this episode of The Chosen as I'm reading it. I think when you talk about the real and relatable, one of the things that stood out to me, this was the first time I'd ever thought about what happened for the next 12 hours after Jesus was born. Because for the first time, it, 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 I mean, and I think this is the power of movies. I remember the birth of my daughter and like, I remember being there, you know, and the baby's really messy. My girls, their reaction was, ew. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's pretty messy. I said, plus, plus the, uh, the barn is messy. And the thought I had was, it had never occurred to me after all of this, Mary's now got to be up every two hours. 
Every two hours, you got to be this. Just like every mom, you know, you got to be up. You got to be taking care of this baby. And then soon, some shepherds, some like stinky, dirty, like construction worker type dudes are like, "Hey, I'm here to see your baby. <laughs> like, let me let me see that baby. Like, how just bizarre that must be. And like, it had never occurred to me. And it was such a beautiful moment. So I want to toss it now to, of course, uh, the mom of our podcast who has uh, has given birth a couple times. Uh, well, how did this, yeah, how did this, uh, how did this special work for you? What were some special moments? So, yeah, I think just like the, the, um, the, like Sawyer kind of mentioned the relationship between Joseph and Mary. Um, I appreciated that in, in such a, a, a deep way because it was, just so realistic, like their fears, their, you know, kind of confusion. They're trying to just do the best with what they have. And, you know, she's, he, you know, when he says, she says, I'm going to make up his bed while you make up mine. And he's like, you're a mom already. Look, you know, and I just like, I was like right back in that, like young, scared, you know, feeling like you're a child yourself, like what's going to happen and then, you know, he's born and, um, and I think for me, it just, I was living out so much empathy and, and, uh, like introspection into what Mary was probably experiencing in that moment because of having experienced it myself with, you know, like you said, when your child is born, like, you know what it's like. And, yeah, I just hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about those things that deeply or intimately of what that would look like, you know? And, and yeah, I mean, it just, it was so beautiful. I was so glad that I watched it. Of course I sobbed the whole time pretty much just, (laughs) just, um, you know, it's just, it's such a good show. It's really well done. And I think probably the thing I appreciate the most about it is that it's not, pretentious like it is just pretty real and raw and everybody's a little messy and a little unpolished and a little like you know like they just look like normal people they look like the the people that you know you don't necessarily think of them to be when you read the bible and so that's i think what i appreciate a lot about that show that's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it, it is such an emotional experience. Uh, it, it, it blew me away and I actually hadn't watched this special. I've seen the chosen, but I hadn't seen this special until this time. And it was just so, so emotional for me. Uh, but, uh, I know we're running low on time and I talk too long. So I'm gonna let Donnie Dorsey now. What, what were some of your favorite moments or what was special to you about this? I mean, definitely like kind of like, to say the same in the sense of like the relationship i think that's so critical like to watch their relationship be so real and so like just it's deep and it's that way that relationships are like they're not perfect they're messy but in the messiness good comes from it which i really loved yeah. about that and i lo- also loved watching how mary like seeing mary at different ages Yes. Seeing how she was still praying for a child. Like yes. seeing how that trans transfers because as a parent, we don't stop praying for our children. We don't stop worrying about our children. We don't stop caring about our children. We just do it from a different perspective or in this way from a different posture. 
like at that point we're praying with them in front of us sometimes and Mm -hmm. with them around us. But at that moment she was praying where he wasn't in front of her and always still thinking about them. And I think that that resonated with me really strongly because I was like, wow, like I wonder how many times I'm sitting here going through some stuff and my parents are like, they just praying for me or even like the people around me that are just praying for me constantly. And I think it's a reminder that, you know, it's, it's bigger than just the moments that happen. It's the whole encompassing thing that it is, you know? And so I just loved it. It was great. Um, one thing I love that she said, sorry uh, to, to interrupt, but um, you reminded me when she said that she wanted them to know and experience it from her perspective, have the, you know, have those accounts from her because she said it's a reminder that he was one of us for a yep. time. Yeah. And that line just struck me so much. Like the literal cloths, you know, that she's presenting Mary with, it, you know, as she's aging, she kept those as a reminder, like well, just like every real. mother would. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think, and I think, yeah, it's it's to think about that and to and to know like he's gone you're looking at this from he's been gone for a while but i'm holding on to this tangible evidence that this was real and that no matter how crazy this story sounds we know that this was the truth and i think that's that's probably the whole reason we re- we want to revisit that story every year and we want to make it something that is so you know deeply ingrained within our children's memories and their hearts around christmas because it reminds us that our God did something that no other God has ever done. And that's he became one of us so that he could redeem all of us. Yep. So uh, we're coming right up on the end of the time. Uh, I love everything everyone said. Uh, I think what, what Donnie said is honestly the part that was most powerful to me was not just seeing the manger, but seeing Mary as an older woman and being able to uh, really see um, some special things about the early church. Uh, the fact that she refers to James and John, who weren't her sons, as our boys, tell me how they're doing. There's this familiar aspect to everything that kind of happens. Um, this relationship between the two Marys, Mary Magdalene and Mary uh, the mother of Jesus, just the way that there's this deep love and that, that conversation where Mary Magdalene says to her, I miss him so much. And she has tears in her eyes. And she says, I guess you'll get to see him before I will. And this almost this picture of death where she's not even sad for her that she's going to die. She's jealous of her that she's going to die. It's like, you get to go be with him quicker than I do. And I've got things that are still difficult to do here. Like it made real those words of Paul where he says like, you know, for me to live, to, 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 to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Like it made those real. Like it makes sense to me. You would just want to go be with Jesus and uh, just the love they have for that. Um, the 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 power that's kind of in those moments. There are several things that are just kind of intangible. Um, I love the fact that these people look like people who live in the Middle East, and that there's this diversity even among it. The fact that Joseph had uh, had had a dark brown skin, and Mary had light brown skin, and there was all these differences for my my daughters who uh, who have uh, brown skin. Uh, at one point, they said. 
uh, to me. They said, oh, wow, I didn't ever think about that. I didn't know Jesus had brown skin. And they said, I've only ever seen him, you know, either as they've seen, because they watch Blackish. And so they regularly go, help me, Black Jesus. Because, you know, <laughs> that's what the grandma on Blackish is. I've seen him with black skin. I've seen him with white skin. And I said, you know, that that is the beauty kind of of Jesus being everyone that there are paintings, if you ever watch them, of Jesus with Asian features. There's Jesus with all these different, that everyone kind of takes Jesus and goes, he's one of us. He's one of us. And I said, and part of it is that because people in our country who have had the most power and have been most have been white, you've probably mostly seen Jesus with white skin. But Jesus had all, but Jesus was a very specific person from a very specific place. And this is what he looked. Uh, but it's also okay for every culture to just say, well, this is what Jesus would look like if he was me, because that's the point. That's the point is that Jesus was one of us. Uh, and so it doesn't, it, the, the specificity is beautiful, but then also the plurality of it is beautiful. It's all things. And I think that was beautiful. Being able to have that conversation with my kids was beautiful. Um, all of those different conversations are really important. And I, I don't know how those would happen without this kind of stuff. And so uh, that was beautiful. Like you've all said, the realism of it, uh, the emotion of it. And I think I said this before. I don't think this is the best acted TV special I've ever seen. I don't think it's the best written TV special I've ever seen, but this may be the best TV special I've ever seen. Uh, it is more than the sum of its parts. And I'm not saying that like God blessed this special. God blessed what it did in my heart. Uh, and I know that the Holy Spirit was active when I watched it. And I've heard from several people. If you are a believer, it's the same thing. So I'm not saying God blessed this TV special. I don't want to get into all of that. But I think he will bless you as you watch it if you do it in the right spirit. And so uh, I think it will be a blessing to you and your family. So we're just over 20 minutes. I want to wrap it up there. Uh, next week, we've got a great movie to kind of wrap up. Uh, the 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 year and we will uh, see you guys then have a merry christmas teach your children to love jesus and his way of life we'll see you next time